Welcome to The Creative Wild. I'm Melissa Wise, and on each episode, we will be talking with artists and writers and learning more about their creative journeys and the pathways they've taken to access the creative wild, that space where ideas and inspiration turn into the arts and literature that we all experience and enjoy in our lives. I'd like to welcome you all to the Creative Wild podcast by sharing a few thoughts from an interview I was recently reading in the Paris Review. It's an interview with Simone de Beauvoir, who is talking a little bit about her own creative process. And it's an interesting moment. The interviewer asks her a little bit about her routine as a writer, which is something that you hear a lot. You hear interviewers asking writers and even audience members at readings, asking writers um, about their daily routines, their daily habits. And this particular interviewer, when talking with her, says... People say that you have great self-discipline and that you never let a day go by without working. And the interviewer goes on to ask her about the particular rhythms of her creative day. And de Beauvoir answers. She says, I'm always in a hurry to get going, though in general, I dislike starting the day. I first have tea and then at about 10 o'clock, I get underway and work until one. I then see my friends, and after that, at five o'clock, I go back to work and continue until nine. I have no difficulty in picking up the thread in the afternoon. And the interviewer goes on and asks her more about this daily rhythm. And then, as they continue talking, de Beauvoir begins to add some complication, add some complexity to this way of understanding a writer's habits. She starts to, to speak a little bit about the rhythm not only of her day, but of her year. She says, As I said, I work every day, except for two or three months of vacation, when I travel, and generally don't work at all. I read very little during the year, and when I go away, I take a big valise full of books, books that I didn't have time to read. But if the trip lasts a month or six weeks, I do feel uncomfortable, particularly if I'm between two books. I get bored if I don't work. It's an incredible moment because she's not dismissing the interviewer's characterization of her work habits. She's not saying, I don't work every day. She's simply adding layer and nuance and complexity to the way we understand how writers work. It's an interesting moment where she says, I work every day except for the two or three months when I travel. It's kind of a large exception. She's not saying I work every day except for these couple of days that I take off. She's saying, no, I work every day and I travel for two or three months. And during those two or three months, she's not actively writing, but she's traveling and reading. And it speaks to this very important idea about creativity 
which is that creativity can be secular, that there's times where creative work means sitting down every day diligently in front of a desk or a laptop or a notebook and writing down words, putting actual words, language onto the page. And there's part of the writing process, part of creativity, which is about going out into the world and gathering ideas, inspirations, having sort of loose, unstructured, almost daydreamy time where we're simply taking in, where we're absorbing the world around us through travel, through books, through visiting art museums, through attending concerts, through doing scientific research. For many of us, this kind of fallow time in the creative process takes different forms, but she speaks very eloquently to the fact that it is a part of the creative rhythm, that creativity is not only the sort of rigid self-discipline of daily writing practice, but also the long spans of unstructured creative space where we take in the fodder that will become the creative work we do for the rest of the year. And it's an important distinction, an important complexity, an important way of modifying that interviewer's initial assumption. And it's interesting because we might frame that time, that time where we step away from the desk or the notebook or the laptop as not an interruption of work, but as part of the creative continuum. And it's something I think about a lot as somebody who not only is a writer myself, not only practicing as a creative artist, but also as somebody who nurtures creative artists and supports them in their work, as somebody who hosts writing retreats and works with students, that so often we focus on the work of writing as a self-abnegation as a way of disciplining ourselves, as an almost self-punishing routine, when in fact writing at its best, creativity at its best, is not only the sort of joyful discipline and at times the also quite arduous discipline of doing the creative work, but is also the self-generosity to be willing to step out periodically and take in a larger vista. And for some people that happens through the daily ebb and flow of rhythm through Hemingway writing in the morning and then going out in the afternoon and fishing and sitting in bars in Key West, right? But for some of us, it doesn't happen on a daily basis, but on a more secular basis throughout the year. Moments during the year when we step back, moments when we let ourselves holistically take care not only of the work, but of the artist who makes it. And that, that, my friends, is where we find the creative wild in this marriage of discipline and attentiveness to the work and expansion and openness to the world. I'm so glad that you're joining us for this inaugural and very brief episode of The Creative Wild, and I cannot wait to welcome you back for our future episodes when we will be joined by artists and writers in all different fields and mediums and all different stages of their creative journeys. Thank you so much for joining us today, and I can't wait to have you back next time for The Creative Wild.